0: This is Packers Live Sports Show with Benjamin Denton and John Hinton, and we're coming at you live from the WKNC Studios on the beautiful, awesome, amazing, fantastic campus of North Carolina State University on 88.1 WKNC HD1FM Raleigh. Oh yeah, I'm Benjamin Denton. And I'm John Hinton. We're absolutely stoked thrilled, ecstatic to be coming at you live on the premier college radio stations in the nation. Keeping you up to date with the latest and the greatest with all the NC State sports. New York State. New York. And here is the explosion coming at you live. Benjamin and John Hinton. John, how's it going on this fantastic Friday?
1: Uh, it's been better, but the weather's nice. I uh, got a little bit of a cold, so I apologize if you hear me coughing. But
0: it's getting warm, in the background.
1: I know. It's getting warm and I'm getting cold, which is, I
0: don't know. Can't explain it. Oh, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I went to my first career fair today. Oh, yeah. So Looking I'm, sharp. Thank you. Y'all thank you. can't
1: see it, but he's in a suit. Yeah. I yeah. look good.
0: I look good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you do. I always look good is what I'm trying to say, but I always look even better in a suit. This is why I'm on the radio. Yeah. Because of how good I look. But uh, <laughs> I'm excited that it's Friday. Oh, my for, week next sure. week is completely slammed cuz I haven't had to do a lot of assignments this semester yet mm. and then they're all coming on the same week. College yeah. students can definitely relate. Oh yeah, I got I got a big economics test next week. I got a feature writing story that I have due. Supply and demand, John. Supply and demand. That's all you got to do with economics. What is that again? What? Kidding. Okay. That's fine. You had you, me there you. for a second.
1: Bad at detecting sarcasm, my friend.
0: No, I just have little faith in your economics knowledge. That's all. Okay. What's on the diagram for Uh show?
1: we got a lot of NBA tr- uh, trade deadline storylines that I'm really excited to talk about. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl, wrap up the NFL season, talk about life without football. Uh, we're going <laughs> to <laughs> talk some men's and women's basketball Softball starting their season soon. We got wrestling, swimming, men's and women's tennis, and we'll start
0: off with rifle. Rifle has had a tough year so far. Yeah, but we did pick up a win over the Citadel in South Carolina, four thousand six hundred nineteen to four thousand five hundred and sixty four.
1: Yeah, we had a team score of two two nine six in the small bore competition and two two or two three two three in air rifle, but Citadel slightly better. Uh, with their total score outscoring us. Uh, actually, we outscored them in small board, but they outscored us. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm we, sorry. We, we outscored cool. them in both. I was reading the numbers wrong. Yeah, with, yeah. oh well.
0: No yeah. worries. Small board notes, NC State had the top to three.
1: To hmm? I said, I need to learn to read.
0: That's definitely a pro. Yes. Definitely something you should get yes. done. <laughs> yeah, my NC apologies. State <laughs> had the uh, top three spots in small board with Will Mercinec led the way with a mark of 577, and he had a perfect second series in prone and 99 on his first series in prone. Clara Spina, our top uh, shooter, she notched the Wolfpack's next best score with 575, while freshman Emily Fisher fired a perfect 100 on her first series of prone and route to a score of
1: 574. Aaron Tenter had a 570, Zach Eisenberg a 560 with 99s on both rounds of prone, and Tyler LeFevre, also competed, earning a score of 528.
0: In air rifle, Fisher led the way, and she had her second consecutive match with a career high of 588 to finish first, highlighted by a 99 on her first and sixth series. Yep. Eisenberg achieved a mark of 581 with a 99 on his
1: fourth series. Tenter and Spina logged scores of 580 and 574. Will Martiniak rounded it out with a 572, and Lefevre registered a 569.
0: With an aggregate score of 1,162, Fisher was just one point off her career best. So she had her second best game, and Tinter also ended among the top three with Mm
1: 1,150. NC State will carry its momentum uh, to the NCAA qualifier match on Saturday in Morgantown, West Virginia. That's actually a week from tomorrow, February 16th, at West Virginia's rifle range, so nice. It's been a good season. Yeah. We're not playing West Virginia. It's just a qualifier. Okay. It's in, Alrighty. in
0: West Virginia. All righty. Well, yeah. that's good because if we were playing West Virginia, we'd be done. It'd be a done season. Very West Virginia true. is very, very good. At Rifle, up next, we have women's tennis. Went rolling along, defeated Campbell 7 nothing for, uh, for the ladies. And for the doubles point, Anna Rogers and Elena Smith, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Liz Norman and Bianca Moldovan- uh, had the first two matches, so we still played the second one. And Claudia Wiktorin and Adriana Remy, so all three won for a th- Well, a they, they
1: won, but the game was halted at mm-hmm. 5-1 uh, when the doubles point was clinched.
0: Yeah, so once you mm-hmm. clinch the doubles point, move on to the singles matches.
1: Anna Rogers, uh, she's ranked number 23, defeated Anna Castillo, 6-0, 6-0. Elena Smith, also ranked number 111, defeated Alexandra Nikora, Adriana Remy, Liz Norman, Bianca Moldovan, and Dylan Cannon, all picked up wins in the
0: sweep of Campbell. Yep, and that's all we had for women's tennis, only one game. In the men's tennis, we had a couple of games um, since our last show. We beat North Florida 6-1, to which actually is the first point we've dropped all year mm-hmm. for men's tennis. The first matches were all sweeps. For the doubles point, Alexis Gallino and Michael Ogden uh, won their set, as well as uh, Tad- Tadis Babelis and Yanni Bakai- Barkai, so mm-hmm. that clinched the doubles point for us. Yeah, the singles uh, finished. They also
1: um dropped or they only dropped uh one point in the singles five out of six. Alexis Galerno defeated uh Tilvon winning six one six four. Igor Savelchik uh picked up a win, Tadis Babilas, Georgie Malashev and Yanni Berkai also picked up wins. Ivan Savelchik uh was in a very close uh match, 0 but uh couldn't complete the sweep, but that's okay.
0: Can we go back? To one of the North Florida tennis players, his name is Till, Von Winning. Till Von Winning, yeah, that's this. Von is the middle name. Mm-hmm. Well, Vaughn Winning would be the last name, but still, that name Till like Von, Von Winning. Miller. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna play Till Von Winning. <laughs>
1: yes, we're gonna play till you you win. Wow.
0: I don't know. I just thought that was funny.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's one last name though, just like Von Miller, which I've never thought about. Like Von Miller, it should be like Andrew Von Miller. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Would that's that be me. Dutch? Is
0: that Dutch? If it's von, von is Dutch. Yeah, I'm a detective over here. You are You're historian, very knowledgeable. Taking one history class right now, history is of modern Asia. Oh, that's cool. Oh my actually. god, it's so interesting. Yeah, but um, I took a I took a modern Latin American history class
1: two years or at the start of my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Probably the coolest class I've ever taken.
0: If you get a history class that you don't have to do a ton of reading in, which mm-hmm. most of them have. They are super fun.
1: Yeah. Well, take a history class that's not about the Western
0: world, mm-hmm. and you'll enjoy it. If it's about the Western world, you'll probably hate it. Well, if you're in Chash, you're required to take it about um, one Eastern and a Western history. Yeah. Like, I hated European history, and I loved Latin American history. I'm really, Which technically is Western, but whatever. I'm probably going to take from my Western history, I'm probably just going to do, like, modern American, since I already know most of this stuff. Yeah. That way I won't it's have to read think. a lot. That's what you think. It's what I, well, I mean, I'll have a very basic like, I'll get points on multiple choice.
1: Speaking of points, NC State got all the points what against a transition. Winthrop. Yeah, you don't have to say it. I had a good this transition. This guy You just threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> NC State got all the points against Winthrop with a 7 nothing sweep, continuing our trend uh, despite the recent counterexample of, you know, winning all the points, not giving up any. Uh, doubles results. The Sivalchik brothers won. They're just incredible, obviously, at doubles. That's just what they do. Um, Alexis Galarno. Actually, no, I'm sorry. That was unfinished. Alexis mm-hmm. Galarno, Tatis Babalas continued their hot streak, uh, in doubles. And Georgie Malashev, Colin Schick also won 6-4.
0: In the singles, Galarno, Igor Savelchik, Tatis Babalas, Georgie Malashev, Yanni Barkai, and Ivan Savelchik all picked up wins to sweep every single point from Winthrop. And I forgot what their mascot is, so I can't say what their mascot is. I'm going to look it up. I know it's a bird, is the, um, Is the, like, the icon. Let's guess. Let's guess. Well, I know it's a white, I don't want it's not doves, but I know it's a white bird because they always get into the NCAA tournament winning their conference. Winthrop white doves actually sounds right. I don't, I'm not going to guess that. It can't be that. I don't think it's that, but it it might be, I don't want to say it's pigeons. I I bet
1: it's eagles. I bet it's something. It's eagles. I'm almost certain now. Eagle. Yeah. Winthrop eagles. Doves. I don't know. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's the
0: little icon and it's just the little head and it's white and like
1: Actually it was wings when I looked it up. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Me and my brother used to not, You might be thinking of Wingate. We didn't fill out like our that. brackets online. He um he went on like a, a Windows like XP, like one of those computers that's like 2 feet thick, and he like got all the logos off of like Google Images and then we just would copy paste on like Google Paint what who we thought was going to win. And we yeah. like fill out brackets, and then we also would fill out brackets from older years. Hmm. He would look up what like what the tournament was in two thousand and seven. Yeah, because I had a book and I knew every single winner all the way from nineteen thirty nine when Oregon was the first team to win it, and that was back when the NIT was a more prestigious tournament. Right, because that yeah. was played in New York. Mm-hmm. So there's better there's better basketball teams in that era, but the NCAA was the first one to do um, to let um, teams with black players play in the tournament because yeah. NIT still wouldn't let teams into the 50s. That's yeah, one of the few good things that the NCAA has done <laughs> in the That's past true. 100 years. That's yeah. true. Yeah, really is. That's why the NIT is the inferior tournament now, because technically I think you can decline an invitation in yeah. the NCAA right. tournament. Can you
1: imagine how good we would have been if we had played in like, the NIT in 1939? Like, we would have been the best players in the country. Well, considered would, the best players in the country. Probably. We you know, yes. Most definitely. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, like both of us would have been like, uh, like if we played pro basketball in the 1950s, I'd have been, uh, but we wouldn't have been as good because you just didn't play but the game. My point, I would have been like James Harden. You would have been like,
0: um, I definitely, um, like, uh, if I could time travel, I definitely would time travel into a time where I would be the best basketball player in the world. Yeah, definitely. Are you kidding?
1: I, I think, yeah, I don't know. My dad always argues with me about this, but I think that I could play in the 60s.
0: Like the NBA? Yeah. Well I mean Pete Maravich had handles and he could shoot better than anybody. Oh yeah. Pete I, I was still awesome. think Pete Maravich could play in the NBA today. I
1: think some uh a good amount of like solid high school players could play in the NBA in the 70s. Now there were a like there was great star power, but you know the depth. Mm, I don't know. I think they could have been on a roster. I
0: think it's also something that I had talked to, uh, thought about was the fact that the older footage makes everything look slower. Like you didn't hmm. have high definition. Yeah. And so I think that um it's almost like when there's a new video game out and players haven't discovered the meta, and like, and you go back even a year ago, like in Fortnite, and you see, wow, that was a really dumb strategy because players have discovered the meta. Yeah. And so you look back at old basketball, and these guys probably were just as athletic, mm-hmm. but they just hadn't kind of figured out the meta of basketball, the most efficient tactics about... Exactly, yeah. I mean, like football, you know,
1: clearly passing is what works, but it didn't really... you know, didn't work Prolific in the day. passing didn't really come around until Dan Marino, and he was the only one to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Wow, think, that
0: was that was one heck of a uh,
1: like a side sidebar there. Yeah, I like sidebars though. It's pretty interesting. But speaking of you know us playing basketball, we had a good intramural game. Oh yeah, oh, ben, we, Benji Benji's still hurt. He's got a he's nursing an ankle injury. Nursing it is correct. Today yes. was my
0: first day wearing not wearing the ankle brace mm-hmm. because I didn't want to wear it with my dress shoes. Yeah, and then I was fine walking around all day until like there was a brick that was sticking up, and then like my heel dragged you're on. have to
1: steal that brick? If you trip on it, I didn't you know think that, of that, right?
0: I didn't. I didn't even think about that. I'll find it after the show. I know it's on. Um, I mean, I definitely won't. But keep talking. Be doing that. Yeah. I will not. Yeah. Be going and taking a brick because I would He's never. Definitely gonna get. Go ta- I w- I, I, I'm on record. I'm not taking the brick. All break, right. Cool. John. Keep going. <laughs> I, I forgot what I was saying. Anyway, You're talking about your ankle. It's recovering. Good. I'll probably be back in like two weeks. Yeah. What's our our team name? Game boys. Game boys. Like, I'm not like even, Nintendo Game Boys. I don't even crack the top five rotation on this team. That's how good we are. We have a player, Eric. We are nice. 6'8". Yeah. I mean, Mitch hit seven threes. That was insane. He
1: hit seven threes, yeah.
0: We are really good. I think we might have a chance to win the championship this year. I hope so. It'll be fun. Yeah, hopefully the rest won't call 26 fouls,
1: which I, I actually got the number after the game. Wait, really? 26 fouls on us and uh, 13 on the other team. But we were way bigger than the other team. Yeah, Two in the second half. They called 11 on the other team in the second half.
0: There was, or yeah.
1: A, yeah, two in the first half. We were way bigger. Yeah, those guys were in a fraternity.
0: I don't know why they were Next playing. Next week, we play a fraternity. Okay, be, I don't know why they, they were playing fine. competitive. Like, kudos I mean that, that they had a couple of really good players. They, they won 44, they, 44 mm, and 45 were good.
1: Four, yeah, 44 is okay. 45 shot like three for 11 from three and was like, boom, bang. Swish, you know. He was saying that? No, but you could see it in his eyes.
0: (laughs) He was confident. He was confident. Let's
1: talk about swimming, though, um, because it's championship season for swimming. Huge win.
0: Huge win. Huge
1: win. Oh, yeah. Huge win. It's championship season at all levels of swimming. Uh, NC State had a tri-team meet in Austin with Arizona and
0: Texas. The defending national champion. Yeah, which, uh,
1: according to the rankings, it won't be really an upset that the men beat Texas. And they also beat, uh, men and women both beat Arizona. The men beat Texas. The women played a really close one.
0: Yeah, so win over the defending national champion is always a good thing. Yeah, excuse me. Sorry, I had to
1: cough. But um, yeah, I mean, not really an upset in my opinion. We got a great sprinting program.
0: Um, Other I thing, just, last year we played Texas very well. And this was when I was lifeguarding more and I talked to one of the coaches and he was like, yeah, they they always get into their groove late in the year. Oh yeah. And he said they're cuz they were they weren't even in the top 10 last year, I think as mm-hmm. the like the December January time right. of the year. And it's all based on times and it's just these swimmers getting their times back down. So it's not like bias like the year before you won the national championship, you are going to start number
1: 1. It's a very objective ranking. Like it's basically like uh Texas was ranked higher because they'd gone faster and we just like you said, you know, got our times down.
0: Beat them. You, you made a great point before we came on the show talking I, about I always
1: make great points.
0: I mean, most of the time, yeah. Most of the time, fair. Honestly, you're batting about forty right now. No, I'm. I'm just batting kidding. forty is like MVP. <laughs> but that's true. That <laughs> I'm just kidding. Keep going. No, but you made a great point. The fact that the NCAA championships this year is going to be in that pool. Yes, into in Austin, Texas.
1: Yeah, that it.
0: Yeah, the national
1: championships being held uh, at Texas. It's great to get a feel for the pool. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of times, like. People might not um, really get it. Why? Why does it make a difference? Well, to get a feel for the. Pool? It makes a difference just because the environment. I mean, it's uh, the blocks. They might be the same blocks, but they might look different. They might feel slightly different. You know, the wall, the bulkhead. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. You don't have to mute me. I just they can hear my cough. It's part of life. But um, uh, sometimes the walls can just be. You know, I mean, you got to learn them. You got to swim in them. It's really nice to have some experience. You want to, you know, you don't want to go swim in the Olympic pool without having swam there before. Mm-hmm. And that's like a lot of times what overwhelms swimmers at championship meets or like at the Olympics, you know? isn't
0: it? Um, don't you have to get the timing of your flip on your flip turn right? And part of that is looking at the bottom of the pool. Um, timing
1: for flip turns is it depends on the stroke. Like backstroke is is a rhythm standpoint. You don't really, I mean, you see the flags, you have your stroke count for most like olympic swimmers it's two uh once they get to the flag so one two and then flip or one and flip but uh for freestyle it's you know
0: you do look at the bottom but you can look ahead and mm-hmm. just see where you are on the wall and yeah. it doesn't cost you any like milliseconds to look up because you want to keep your streamline as long as you can a lot of
1: i mean a lot of it's muscle memory like on the 50 you're not going to see swimmers look up they're just going to they know how many strokes they take where they are wow That's it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty. Like on the like, if you watch Katie Ledecky, she's probably. I mean, okay, that's a bad example. She's incredible. She's a but if you if you watch a distance swimmer, they're definitely gonna like you know look up ever so slightly and check the wall,
0: see where they are. But yeah, yeah. also they put a little counter in the water too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they know what lap they're on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even when I was swimming,
1: like in uh, high school club level, it we practiced at tack. Mm-hmm. And that's where we had, you know, regional state meets, stuff like that. So that's, um, you know, that's what it always gave us an edge because that's where we practiced. That's where we swam. So Texas, obviously, will have an edge. And, that's you rigged. know, NC State
0: will have a slight edge. As well as every team that's played there as well. But let's get let's get into this try meet uh, So what happens? What are some of the results? Um.
1: Well, our men, we'll talk about the men first because they beat Texas, uh, Finished first in the 200 medley relay with Coleman Stewart, Daniel Graber, Nils Corstania, and Justin Ress with a 126 in the 4x50. Pretty incredible time. Um, NC State continued winning. Eric Knowles won the 1,000 freestyle with a 9.02.94. Uh, Vizias, of course, won the two free. Coleman Stewart, of course, won the uh, the 100 backstroke. Uh, Quinlan Stewart. Finished second in the hundred breaststroke, but had a great time with a fifty war fifty-four-fifty-one. Uh James Brester uh finished in first in the two hundred fly. Jacob Molisek
0: won the fifty-free and on the yeah. dive, Holt Gray uh had a fifth place finish on the three meter with a three twenty-nine, point fifty-five. And then uh 100 Freestyle Justin Ress finished first mm-hmm. place with forty-three, fifty-four, two in a backstroke, another Visayas. Great finish for him as he finished second with one forty-five, point forty four and Rafael Cousteau won the 200 breaststroke with a time of 158.47. Nils Corstanier went, uh, one, went 47.22 in the 100
1: butterfly. Um, Jack McIntyre won the 4-I-M with a 353, and we won the 400 freestyle relay of Isaiah, Justin Ress, Molisek, and Coleman Stewart with a 253.25.
0: On the diving board, James Brady had a 5th place finish with a 5th place finish With a score of (laughs) 287.55. A fifth place. He had a fifth place finish. Fifth place finish. Very good. On the women's side, Elias Hahn, Sophie Hansen, (laughs) Serena Rowe, Kylie Perry finished first in the 200 medley relay with a time of 138.03. Michaela Sargent won the 1,000 freestyle. She didn't win it. She had a third place finish with a 953.63 time. And Fasilika Baca uh, finished third in the 200 freestyle with a time of 149.32. Elise Hahn uh, swam a great 100 backstroke, 53.87. Sophie Hansen won
1: the 100 breaststroke with a one-minute .97. I think she's going to get under a minute. Uh, I said this last time. She's going to get under a minute by the time uh, national champs roll around. Kylie Aylens had a great uh, time in the two-fly with a 155. She finished second. And Kylie Perry finished first in the 53 with a 21.99.
0: Yeah, she also finished first in the 100 free mm-hmm. with a 48.24, and Kylie Aarons finished first in the 200 back, uh, backstroke with a time of point, 154.31.
1: Julia Poole
0: won the breaststroke
1: in the 200 with a 214. Jack McIntyre, I don't know why we have him in the men, he finished third in the 500 with a 423. I mean the women. 100 uh, Butterfly, Kylie Alons, yeah, I'm all over the place today. Kylie Alons continued her great meet with second with a oh fifty two point six four, and Michaela Sargent finished second in the four IM with a four thirteen forty
0: eight. It's like it's like two conversations were going on. <laughs> one of them is you're trying to read off these the uh, where we finished, yeah, and then the other one is like I messed up there. Yeah, we took to all- read some more. Okay, yeah. I'm correcting myself. Yep. I right, a- actually messed up that. All right,
1: yeah, we took all the results. Don't know how. Uh, Jack got in there twice because we, yeah. I don't know. We just put him in the wrong list. So, sorry, Jack. You had a great meet. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. It's really cool. I call I talked to uh, one of NC State's assistant coaches, and he said that, you know, he thinks they could get a lot better. They could get a lot faster, especially, you know, like, he's, like uh, we've been talking about swimming in the pool where national championships are. Mm-hmm. It's like you have a baseline. Now go top that baseline. You know, you have what you did. Here's what you need to do. Go do it. So you know that you're already capable of swimming these times in that pool. Think and do. Think and do. Actually, there's yeah. There's a lot of
0: thinking in swimming. You know? People don't think about that. Well, you know, first when you when you say swimming, first thing that comes to mind is Dory. And I don't think she did a lot of thinking when she did swimming, John. Nah, Dory. Ellen never does thinking. Just kidding.
1: Women have ACC championships coming up February 20th through 23rd, and the men have the ACC championships February 27th through March 2nd. Uh, Liberty's also hosting a last chance meet March 1 through 3rd. That's everybody who is, (coughs) excuse me, uh, not swimming at uh, ACC championships. They get a chance, one more chance to qualify for NCAAs, basically. That's actually pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And uh, the team I coach, we actually have a last chance meet, if you will, for our own team this weekend. It's like the last chance to qualify for uh, age group champs, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. That's very neat. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's your uh, update on the latest and greatest in men's swimming and women's swimming and diving. Oh, yeah. With some crack analysis from John. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's the the 40 uh, good points you get. Then the rest of the 60... Of your 40 batting average or whatever. Mm. That's where the rest of the stuff you always miss on.
1: Yeah. Okay. I hit two home runs, a single, and a double every 10 at bats. Nobody,
0: nobody wants that. Brett Kinneman did it. Yeah. And he won ACC player of the year, didn't he? Yeah. I'm almost certain he did. He and did. He, I think he got drafted somewhere. Yeah. Let's we talk were about, talking about this the other day. We have yeah. to figure out where he got drafted. Let's talk about, oh, uh, yeah. Baseball's coming back soon. We'll <sighs> We'll get into that. NC State fans love them some baseball. Oh yeah, of course we do. I think it might be um, this fan uh, this fan base's third favorite sport, behind football, football and basketball. Yeah, even though we're better at other
1: sports technically, like wrestling. I think most fan bases baseball's the third favorite sport.
0: Well, it's also the only. So it's not really a hot take. <laughs> it's also one of the only ones that are going. That's a strikeout. On in the uh, you're
1: batting point two. I'll,
0: I'll, okay, I'll take it. Two hundred. It's just not zero. Hey, I'm engaged. I'm batting a thousand. Congrats. So, oh, oh, dab okay, on him. Yeah. I dabbed. All right. Anyway, wrestling moves on to 14 and two on the year with a win over 23rd ranked Virginia, 23 to 17 in a very close and competitive match.
1: Yeah. Pat uh, Popolizio, he picked up his 100th win as NC State coach. Uh, like we said, victory over a ranked opponent. Uh the duel started at 125 pounds and number 5 in the country Jack Mueller scored
0: a first period tech fall. Jamal Morris controlled his bout the in, in route to a 10-3 decision at 141 pounds and number 8 in the country in his weight Justin Oliver scored the pack's first bonus point of the night notching a 13-3 major decision at 149 pounds number 4 in his weight class Hayden Hideley made it back-to-back major decisions as he came away with a 15-6 win at 157 pounds. NC State was up
1: 14-5 at the halfway point through all the bouts. Uh, UVA's Cam Coy did score an overtime win over number 17 Thomas Bullard, but Daniel Bullard got the pack back on the winning way with a 6-4 decision at 174 pounds. The first period saw an early Virginia takedown, but he came back
0: and uh, rode out his opponent for the entire third period. In his first action since January 6th, number three in his weight class, Nick Renan only needed 31 seconds Oof. before securing a pin and 16 points for the pack with uh, in his, his bout.
1: Virginia did win the final two bouts, but in the end it didn't matter. Uh, NC State will host its final home duel of the season next week, hosting number 13 Pittsburgh on
0: Sunday, that's this Sunday, at 1 p.m. in Reynolds Coliseum. Moving on to another sport that is just starting up for you guys. Softball season is finally here with baseball season uh, about to follow. The softball team the last couple years has had about a 500 team or better. Mm -hmm. And this year we have a a brand new head coach. I think the last hire for uh, Debbie Yao. Yeah. And uh, we have our opening weekend, the USF opening weekend invitational. So we have five games in three days against Michigan, Illinois State, South Florida, Arizona, And Florida.
1: Yeah, this weekend um, we'll be, sorry to interrupt, we'll be uh, first-year head coach Jennifer Patrick Swift's first trip as the leader of the pack. Like uh, Benji said, she was hired on June 2nd. Uh, She coached for seven seasons at St. Francis, and she's the third head coach in NC State's history. Wow, we must not have had softball that long. Yeah, I don't think many NCAA schools have had softball for that long. Also, baseball and softball coaches usually stick around. For a long Apparently time, at least five or six years. Yeah, at, uh, the, at the very least.
0: The Elliot Avent, that's who we have now at baseball. Mm-hmm. He's been here like 20 some, 28 years 30, or something
1: like that. Thirty years, I think. 32. It's crazy, yeah.
0: All right, well, we're gonna. That's all we have for all the non revenue sports as mm-hmm. we reach the halfway point of the program. We're gonna take a song break, and this is a song that has been selected by me. Yours truly. This is Ember's. Ember's. I had one job. I had one job. Yeah. Don. I just to read the title of the song. Mm. Man, I think the 0.02 is a little bit high for what I'm batting at right now. We have embers <laughs> by the Brevet, and when we come that, back that's We're going to talk about when we come back, why NC State is, yes, a tournament team in basketball, and Ooh, okay. still possibly a final four team. Mm. In my humble opinion, as well as the women's basketball now having lost two straight games, don't go anywhere, guys.
1: That was Embers by the Brevet. Hope you enjoyed. Welcome back to the Packers Life Sports Show. Benjamin Denton and John Hinton. We're here to talk some basketball, which is, you know, tis the season, as they say. As the kids say. As the
0: kids say. So I am of the opinion that the sky is not falling. We're fine. Mm. Quick note, I also had the same opinion about the Panther season, and we, yes. I was very wrong. Yes. I was extremely wrong. Also, at the time, Cam was injured, and I didn't know that, as well as no, yeah. no one really knew that. Yeah, it's true. We don't have an injury. This team is just going through a bit, just a little bit it's of, a, bit a, of rough, a rough patch. Every rough patch. It's three straight, right? At Louisville, at home versus Virginia Four Tech. Four
1: of five, and our only win was a game winner against an awful team.
0: Well, the reason we're still a tournament team okay. is because... So you contend that scoring 24 points makes it so it'd be a miracle for us to get into the tournament. Yeah. And I contend that if that happened with two games left in the regular season, that that might have an influence. But at the end of the day, when you look at uh, on paper, we did lose to a uh, uh, probably now top 10 Virginia Tech team, a top 10 UNC team, and maybe by the end of the year, right now even, a top 15 Louisville team and possibly a top 10 Louisville team. So we yeah. played... Three really tough games we did not get a win, which is something we were hoping for one, even two, especially at home to lose at home. But again, at Louisville and at Carolina are not bad losses by any stretch, and we you know I'm gonna take a look at the rest of the schedule, but we definitely have plenty of time to get this right. Mm. We still were at sixteen and seven after being I think fourteen and one at some point. I think we're yeah, sixteen and seven we're sixteen
1: and um we are sixteen and seven. Four and, four and six and in the six league in the conference. That My only problem right now is, all right, there's a lot of issues with this team. Mm-hmm. Inconsistency, offense, defense. I don't know how we got four times our score against a good defensive team than
0: we did against a not-so-great defensive team. shots just went in. And that's all there is to it, really. We yeah. were getting really good shots against Virginia Tech. That was the sad part. It wasn't like they played stifling defense. They played good defense. You don't have yeah. a team score 24 points against you and not play good defense, but it wasn't stifling defense. Yeah. That was all NC State on why we lost that game. But when, the UNC game, <laughs> I mean, losing at UNC on the road is not that bad of a loss. Sky get, is not Giving falling. up
1: 113
0: points in college basketball One is very bad. Doesn't affect the next game. Can't let it affect it. I mean, our next schedule is Pitt and Syracuse. And then we ha- go, go to Duke. Then there's Boston College, Wake Forest, Florida State, Georgia Tech, and Boston College. I want you to be unbiased
1: right now and look at the teams in the ACC. Virginia, they're a top seed. UNC, they're a top seed. Duke, top seed. Louisville is a good, is a good seed. Probably a three seed when we get to the tournament. Syracuse... Virginia Tech, Florida State. That is seven teams that are pretty much guaranteed to make the tournament. I think nine will make it from this conference. Some Clemson of the teams? is ahead of us in the ACC, although we have a better overall record and a tiebreaker. Georgia Tech has a losing record. Basically, eight teams are going
0: to make it. Eight or nine. If
1: eight teams are going to make it, then it's going to be between us and Clemson.
0: And we have the tiebreaker there. And we're trending downwards. No, nah, but look, that was a tough part of the schedule. We No, hear me out. No, I forgot about the Virginia game. We had Louisville, Clemson we won, 3rd rank Virginia, 11th rank Virginia Tech, eight-ranked UNC. Yeah. That's a really tough schedule okay. to
1: go through. So we're a bubble team unless we win the ACC See, tournament. I think we're
0: on the positive side of the bubble. I think we are, by default, I think we're a tournament team. Because we have good wins, okay. and only the only bad loss in its in and of itself, which was a bad loss, was the Wake Forest loss, but That's the the, only way, one. the way you lose matters it does, but not in the beginning of the year. nobody cares.
1: dude it, the, unless we're look, on the fringe look, they don't um the NFL, how you make the playoffs is purely objective mm-hmm. there's a, there's rules that 51 to seven loss to Pittsburgh, that matters, even though they don't take it into effect. That matters immensely. Scoring 24 points at home, that is about the worst blemish you can have. It would be worse to lose to Wake Forest, which we already did.
0: Well, we have... It would be
1: worse to like play Notre Dame very close, which we already have. Play Clemson very close, which we already have. Giving up 113
0: points to a rival? Well, that's... That's something you can't get past. I think we can. I think we will. Because, again... Why, though? Because we're not going to play as good of teams. And I and it's also not but Mark Godfrey's proven, team.
1: We've proven... I, I love Kevin Keats, and I, this program is trending upwards, but I'm talking about this year. We have proven that we will blow games to lesser opponents. I do not have faith. Why should I have any reason to think that we're going to play an
0: easier schedule well? I'm going to tell you right now, we were arrogant before. Yeah, And I don't think that's a problem now. So that's why I think with these next games against, once again, Pittsburgh, Syracuse, Duke, Boston College, Wake Forest, Florida State, Georgia Tech, and Boston College. We have three games left against Boston College and Georgia Tech. Okay. And this is not an arrogant team. This is a humbled team, a hungry team. Okay. And Pittsburgh is not good either. They're okay. They're not as bad as they've been the last few years. All right. Out of these last games. If we go 5 and 2, I said okay, we'll be. But nine, we're not going to go 5 and 2.
1: Wait, we have 6 and 2. NC There's State eight games left. uh NC State will beat Pittsburgh. Okay. I think we lose to Syracuse. Syracuse, uh you know, they're not having the greatest season, but you know, they're 7 and 3 in the ACC. We're going to lose to Syracuse. We're going to lose to Duke after that. Okay, we'll beat Boston College. Wake Forest I don't know. We it's we, gonna be at home. We already proved that we can't beat them, though. On the road, we still beat them at home almost every year. It, yeah, but still, I don't have. I don't want to write that down so, as a win. Florida State on the road, we will lose. Georgia Tech at home, who knows? Who knows? I
0: know we're gonna win. You Here. know we're gonna win. I said I know we're gonna win, and then we scored twenty four points against Virginia Here. Tech. Here's my best case scenario. What's the best case scenario? I think in these last 8 games is 7 and 1 for sure a tournament team. Most it... most likely scenario is 5 and 3. I think we lose Florida State and Duke because those are on the road. 5 and, and 3. Okay. 5 and 3 and that puts us at 21 wins and um 9 wins in the ACC. That's a tournament team.
1: That's 21 and 10, 9 and 9 in conference.
0: And one of the better conferences in college basketball. If not mm. the best. That's a I tournament just... team.
1: Okay, cool. That's most likely okay, cool. scenario. We're an eleven seed, and we get blown out by Louisville. We're a like team. Even All you have
0: to do is get in. Loyola yeah,
1: made a I, run. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah, Loyola made a run, and they'll people will remember that even when they're bad because they're a mid major. But like, I just I don't see us not blowing this. You you haven't taken into account the ACC tournament. That's a loss. We're not gonna win the ACC well, tournament. Well, if we
0: win, let's say we win a minimum of one game we'll okay. go 1-1. One one. I think that's a trade-off.
1: Okay, we beat Miami in the first round, and then we get blown out by UNC.
0: Well, We also played Virginia very close. Yeah, we played
1: them close. That, that's we can compete still, with anyone in the country. Like, like you said, lose. a loss is a
0: loss. Is that inconsistent, or is it not? No, a loss is a loss to who we lost to. It makes a difference. Yeah, if so we, we score 24 at home versus Greensboro, UNC Greensboro, and loss, that's a huge difference than losing to a top top 11 team that might be the top eight at the end of the year mm. like losing to good teams is not necessarily a negative and it does matter how you lose but it's not the same as in football yeah but all right okay think about this you look
1: back on our best wins from this year uh auburn yeah they they suck now <laughs> honestly i mean i i hate to say that but they they are they have been terrible the past couple games in an awful conference Uh, Vanderbilt, awful conference. Penn State, they're terrible. Miami, they're terrible. After that, no real wins. We really don't have a good win except for Auburn because they're not in the top 25 either. Well, we could.
0: We don't have a top 25 win. Well, at the time, Auburn was, but I could see where you're saying currently we don't have a win over a team in the top 25. Yeah, but based on...
1: Based, Yeah, your ranking's also based on what you do, so at the time doesn't matter.
0: Again, so yeah. we might not have any great wins except for Auburn. Okay. But Let's... we also don't have any super terrible losses except for Wake Forest. Okay. So that's why I think we're on the plus side of the bubble. Okay. Most likely result is 5-3. and three. I think we'll go 6-2. and two. I think we'll get an upset over Florida State or Duke and also blow one of the other games. Okay. I
1: really hope so. I really hope so. I just don't see it. Let's talk uh women's basketball though. Women's no. basketball 21 and 2. Yeah, you know, having a good season,
0: but they have lost two in a row. Yeah, the first one, undefeated, last undefeated team in Division 1 college basketball. Mm-hmm. And me and John, you and you and I were at the game. Yeah. Against UNC, and that was a game we definitely could have won. It should have won. There is there wasn't a case of a team that came in and played better and beat us. We just missed shots in the second half. Well, and couldn't We you say that's played better? Play, making shots playing better. Well, sometimes the team that plays well doesn't just. To me, I group it almost separately of. Just because you're missing shots doesn't mean you're not playing well. Is what I'm saying. You can run a great offense, but at the end of the day, you have so to like, make your shots. NC State was shot. playing
1: well in the Virginia Tech game.
0: Um, they weren't playing. Well, no, not really.
1: You, do, you said they got good shots. They were running. You're a good making offense. these things
0: mutually exclusive, and they don't have to be. Eh, not really. But you, you can take terrible shots and make them. It doesn't mean you're playing well. You can take a shot four feet behind the arc, and you make it. That doesn't make so it a good So Kobe great... wasn't playing well for his whole career. For a lot of it, he didn't. lot uh, he, he didn't play well. That's what you're saying, though. You're, you're trying to put me in a corner where I'm, it's mutually exclusive. No,
1: I'm not. I'm trying to get you to say that you can play well without hitting shots, and that hitting shots doesn't mean you play well. That's what I am saying. That's a bad take.
0: Okay. It's a bad take because like
1: it, sometimes it, when
0: you lose it's cuz the other team was a better team on the floor. Yes, and that's usually Some, when you hit
1: shots like the you win. And that the best teams win and the teams that play well win. So you got to hit shots. Like you can't say that
0: UNC absolutely played better than us because they hit their shots. Well, we didn't. All right, well here That's here, part of playing. Hear me out. Is there a difference between not getting good shots and getting good shots but missing them? Yeah, there's a difference, but both are a different type of playing bad. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's not what you said. Against UNC, we were just missing our yeah, shots, but, but we were you still said, playing well. Yep. Yeah, no, because that's the opposite of what you just said.
1: I just said I said taking bad shots and missing them and missing good shots are two examples of playing bad. And you said yes, but then you said we were still playing well. We were playing a good game. UNC is f- playing
0: better because they hit their shots. You're trying to get me on a technicality here. I meant the fact that we were getting good shots. We were just missing them. That's what I meant by we're playing well. But okay. we did miss the
1: shots. Okay, but you, you did say that UNC, it wasn't like they played better than us.
0: They just... they Okay, so they at hit the their end of shots. the game, they, they played banked better. in a three as the shot clock expired that to really clinch the that game. That was
1: the clincher, though. That wasn't, you know, if they miss it, that...
0: Well, that's an example of... We played really good defense for 30 seconds. In fact, past that because yeah. it was a contested long three-pointer and they just happened to bank it in. That's one example, though. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you play well, you move the ball, you run your offense, you get a good shot, and you just miss it. You missed a good shot, but you still did well to get the shot. And that's what we did against UNC. Yeah, We I'm missed not, a lot of shots.
1: I'm not arguing with that. What I'm arguing is...
0: That you can't say that the women didn't play better. I don't think that UNC necessarily played better than us. They just made the shots. And that's, like you said, it is a different kind of playing better. Okay. We also couldn't rebound in stretches of the game. UNC kept getting offensive rebounds. And that's something that this team normally doesn't struggle with, was getting rebounds. We're one of the best rebounding teams in the country, as far as margin, that rebounds we get versus rebounds our opponents get. And UNC had a player on the inside that was just a beast. Like, they ran yeah. their entire offense yeah. through her. Bolin, I think her last name was. And it was just, as soon as they got the ball down the court, let's post her up one-on-one. If we doubled her, they had shooters that could kick out the ball to. And if we didn't double her, she was just going to eat alive whoever we had in the post. And it was no one's fault. It was just they yeah. had a really good post player. They ran their entire offense through her. And they had some good guards that took over in the second half. Yeah,
1: but that's part of playing better. Like, I'm saying, you can't just say that we
0: didn't get outplayed because they hit their shots. To me, outplayed means we played our best and they played their best and they just outplayed us. That's what it means to me. No, so if you play bad and the other team plays well, that doesn't mean you got outplayed. It's, it's- not the same thing to me. I think we're getting caught up in the language and the semantics of it. Okay. Well, well There's games you but- lose that you go, you know, we gave it our best shot and we really was we just not better than that team. And there are games you lose that, like, hey, if we just... I'm not saying that UNC is
1: better I'm saying they played better that day. If we go into Cameron Indoor, like the men and upset Duke, we played better. It doesn't mean we're a better team. We played better though. Okay. The winner plays better. That's the that's how basketball works. Unless the refs, you know, mess it up or something like that. That's that's how basketball works. The best teams win every year. Okay. In the regular season. If you say so. The best teams the best teams win. The best teams win in March. I mean they get they might get lucky but the best teams get lucky.
0: Okay, if just you because, say so. Just because you bank in a 3 doesn't mean you didn't play better. If you say so. I can like I contend there are times that you can lose and you have played better. Cuz that cuz there's so many scoring opportunities. Okay. All right, agree to disagree. And I think this is one of the times we just we lost but it wasn't because they were better than us or played better on that particular day. It was a very even game. They just missed their they made their open shots and we missed ours. Yeah. Which is a type of playing bad. That doesn't yeah. mean we did play bad overall. We did also lose our next game against Georgia Tech. or Virginia. Um, Virginia. Florida State. Florida, Florida State. State, yeah. One of the
1: teams in the ACC. Yeah. Florida State's good, though. Good team. Yeah. Ranked.
0: You know, not ACC squad. So hopefully we don't have a losing streak as long as we had our winning streak. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> 21 That'd be games. Bad. That'd be bad. But, but still, you know. Season's still looking up. We got some big games coming up. The women are still in a really, really good spot. Yeah, being twenty-one and two. We have the play for K game is coming up this month. Oh yeah, let me uh, look up exactly what day that is. That's going to be against Notre Dame. Yes, and big matchup. That's match a, that's, a, that's uh that's Monday, February eighteenth. So yeah. ten days from now. Ten days from now. He's the play for Monday. K game, and we only have one more game in between. Then our next game is the thirteenth. So we yeah. have a lot of time to get this team right yeah. after two Oh yeah, losses. no, they're
1: not wrong. I just yeah, just every team has a bad game, you know. You don't have to you don't have to go undefeated to win the national championship.
0: Yeah, so the remaining we talked about it for the men, but for the women the remaining schedule is fifteen Frank Syracuse, fourth rank Notre Dame, unranked Wake Forest, unranked UNC, and that's at UNC, number yeah. two Louisville, and then a top twenty five Miami team. only six games left. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're a tournament team. This we finish, not, if we finish with five losses, we'll still be a top two seed. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Because, like in men's basketball, the uh, the ACC is really, really good. Oh yeah, and just because you lose to good teams, it doesn't mean you're not as good. Exactly, yeah. It Let's was uh, unrealistic to expect us to go undefeated. It was yeah. just, oh no, yeah. It was it was fun while it lasted. It was just sad to have our first loss have to have been in Reynolds to UNC. That was just the sad part. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, NBA though. We've had a lot of trades,
1: a lot of fun stuff. Uh, the I East, can't even keep up with it. I know it's hard. The East got better, and there's there's a lot more implications to like the trades than meets the eye. You mm-hmm. know, it, like when you look at it, there's only like three really big trades, but you know, a lot of stuff is an indication so of what, stuff. What are the three big trades? Uh, three big trades. I would probably say Porzingis trade. Uh, we talked about that. So at the deadline. That is definitely a big trade, but I'm I'm not going to...
0: You're making a distinction at the
1: deadline. three distinct trade, three important trades at the deadline. Um, The Raptors traded for Mark Gasol from Memphis, which, yeah, that's a big deal. Uh, They traded Valanchunas, DeLon Wright, and CJ Miles, and a second. Um, It also shows that the Grizzlies are starting their rebuild around Jaron Jackson. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw an interesting stat that... Gasol leads the NBA in elbow touches, like where he has the ball. He's done it for the past six years. The Raptors are 28th in assists from the elbow. It's the most random stat I've ever heard, but it's so cool. That is pretty it's just, cool. Yeah, it's, Someone and, has and too Gasol's much time good in passion. their hands. Yeah, but it, it's cool because it shows, uh, you know, the starting five for the Raptors, they're going to have Serge Baca coming off the bench. That is a
0: luxury. You know why all this talent's going to the East? Because LeBron's not there. Exactly. Yeah. People complained for many years about the West being better, and the reality of the situation was everyone wanted a shot to get to the finals.
1: Exactly. Now people are leaving the West, and we're definitely going to see it this summer, people leaving the West. but uh,
0: So that's my first big trade.
1: My second one is uh, Markel Fultz to the Magic, and this trade is just big because of what it symbolizes for both teams. I mean, the Sixers, you know, that was Brian Colangelo's pick. Mm-hmm. Elton Brand is the GM now. Um, doing a great job, in my opinion. He basically looked at it from an objective standpoint. He didn't think about, you know, what did we trade to get this guy? Because he didn't trade to get this guy. He was like, all right, what's this guy worth? Let's see what we can get for him. Traded him to the Magic for Jonathan Simmons, you know, a couple picks. It's It just shows, like, I don't know. I Markel Fultz still has a lot of time to get right. Two years from now, how are we going to look at that trade? Two years from now, you're going to look at it like, okay, the Sixers did what they had to do. Markel Fultz needed a change of scenery. This guy, Orlando, made a great trade because Fultz, I think, is going to be really good. Like, Chauncey Billups really wasn't a a contributor until he was 26. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, oh my goodness, this guy's one of the best point guards in the NBA.
0: Well, didn't he? Uh, didn't Fultz have uh, nerve damage in his shoulder? Yeah,
1: he's he's got TOS in his shoulder. He's um he's still recovering from that. And it didn't help that his mom was like the most protective person of all time. Like, really tried to shelter him and you know treated him like a baby. Like, this dude is nineteen. He's in the NBA. He's an adult. But like, I don't know. I think that's really good for Fultz. Nobody watches Orlando. I'm super happy for Fultz. Oh, yeah.
0: My initial reaction was that the Magic got hosed. But if they really believe Fultz is going to be good, then it's a good trade for them.
1: Yeah. So that's that's my second big trade. Uh, My third is Tobias Harris getting traded to the Sixers.
0: After hitting a game winner.
1: After hitting a game winner against Charlotte, which he always balls out against either the Bobcats or the Hornets.
0: Wasn't he on Charlotte?
1: We drafted him and traded him. That's why he always does that. He averages like 28 points a game against us. In his career. I can't blame him. I can't blame him at all. I would have loved to have Tobias Harris, but got traded to the Sixers uh, with Boban Marjanovic, who's one of my favorite players, uh, for Landry Shamet, a good rookie, uh, and Wilson Chandler and some picks. Boban, that's the seven three guy. Yeah, Boban. Bobby and Toby, they were like best friends. They got traded together. I'm pretty sure Tobias Harris, like, or I'm pretty sure, like, they did that just to be, you know, like, Hey, we we want to trade you guys together so that you can continue your friendship, which I think is cool. Because like, if
0: th- that was the case, that's yeah. a
1: pretty baller move. I mean, Jerry West is the GM, and he's of the like, Clippers? yes. And it, I
0: thought he was the Lakers.
1: Nah, he's never been with the Lakers.
0: I thought he was. With he the was Lakers. with the Warriors actually. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's
1: why I got confused. He was with the Warriors, but um, he's doing a great job. He cleared. Uh, gonna they weren't gonna re-sign Tobias Harris anyway because mm-hmm. they're definitely gonna get a. Big name free agent, maybe two. They cleared space for, uh, you know, max players. If they don't get those players, they stacked up some picks. There's always the next summer. I I mean, yeah. If AD somehow, you know, gets traded somewhere or stays and then wants to sign a long-term deal with the Clippers, he could after next season.
0: Do you think AD wanting to go to L.A. is to play with LeBron for the Lakers or just wanting to play in L.A.? I don't even think he wants... I think he wants to go to LA
1: because they are both are viable teams to go to. hmm I think the Clippers would be a great uh a great place to play. He definitely wants to play with LeBron, but LeBron's getting older, so it's not like, you know, he's end all. He also said the Knicks and the um the Bucks would be preferred destinations. The Celtics will get a chance to trade for him. Um, you know, they'll have to re sign Kyrie too. And I think the Brooklyn Nets might be a sleeper to try to trade mm-hmm. for Anthony
0: Davis, which, I mean, they're a New York team. So why is it in one of the most busy trade deadlines in yeah. recent memory, why is it that we didn't see the biggest name move?
1: You know, that's a, that's a good question because, I mean, Del Demps is the, um, the GM for the Pelicans, and he's getting fired no matter what at the end of the season. They're not going to keep him. So I think, personally, he just wanted to spite the Lakers. Yeah, I just think he wanted to spite the Lakers. He turned down their godfather offer, which I thought was a terrible offer for the Lakers. It was like their whole team. And, I mean, I don't know. I think it could affect their chemistry, the fact that that trade didn't go through, and now, you know, the Lakers tried to trade literally all of LeBron's Did teammates. Did you
0: see um, the clip uh, go around on Center stuff of LeBron sitting on the bench with like a three-seat gap? Yeah, that was that team. was kind
1: of taken out of context because like two minutes later, uh, he moved back. He just went over there. I think it was like, he was like that was a blowout, and he was just playing bad, and he just went over there, and then he moved back over. But I did see so that it was a blowout,
0: and they were just giving LeBron his space. Yeah, true. Please don't trade us. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we're not going to get blown out on our team, but if we did, I definitely would give you some space on the bench. Very true. Yeah. John gets very, very zoned in on the game. There's like John, who is one of my best friends, yeah. and then John in the game is like, "There is no friendship."
1: Well, don't play bad.
0: That's not true. I know. I'm as exaggerating. soon as you showed it. up, I was like, "I was like, hey, my boy, what's he up, left bro?" Me hanging. John had a three. John had a three where Talk he about turned it. around. Talk about it. He turned around before it went in and was Talk going it. down court. And my man left me hanging. I didn't see him. I reached out onto the court. I didn't want to walk out on the court. I didn't want us to get teed up. And he left me hanging. Yeah, that's my bad. Heck of a shot. Heck of a shot. Thanks, man. We won like twenty two points. Twenty two. We'll talk more about the Game Boys. Yeah. That's um, what matters. At the end of the program each week. We got a game every Tuesday night. So Yeah. We'll keep you guys updated. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. For tuning in every single week. We appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Once again. Um This has been Packers Live Sports Show. I'm Benjamin Denton. And I'm John Hinton. Bye, y'all.